Glory, hallelujah. We thank God, we thank Jesus for this hour. Um, it's always a blessing when the saints meet together in service and because this is the time that we receive God's instruction for our lives through his word and also we put into practice so the blessings that God has for us will be released in our lives. I want to say glory be to the name of the Lord as I come in your presence. This is Pastor Daniel, your boy, lightweight church of God in Christ, arena of release and breakthrough. Arena of release and breakthrough. We are coming to you from the city of Redlands, Southern California, United States of America. And we also have locations in Ghana that God, by his grace and mercy, has used us through the power of the Holy Ghost to establish in Ghana, West Africa. If you want um, more information, you could go to our our, our west, website, lightweightchurches.com, lightweightchurch.com, right in the front of the uh, screen. And you could get um, directions to fellowship, serve, and worship with these locations in Ghana. This is for those in Ghana, West Africa. God be with you. Let's go into prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we bless you. We give you all the glory and all the honor. We magnify your holy name. You, your word says it is in you. We move, we live, and we have our being. We thank you for once again another time of service. Oh Lord, we ask that your presence, your power move mightily as ever before. For your word says we move what? From grace to grace. Have mercy over us. I ask that all that you are assigned to be part of this service, to hear and watch this service in the future. Lord, have mercy. I speak your word of mercy and grace ahead of time, into time, over your people's life. The Father, your spirit will locate us this hour. Let your mighty power move every limitation, shut back disappointment, shortcoming, be destroyed by the power of the Holy Ghost. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, we honor and glorify your holy name. We thank you in advice for breakthrough, for healing, for deliverance, saving souls by your mighty power from darkness to light unto you. Thank you, Lord, for once again making us part of your covenant. We give you all the glory as covenant keepers of your word. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I have the word of the Lord for us. The word today is entitled, Listening is the Foundation for Obedience. Listening. To listen is the foundation for obedience. What does that mean? Before you could obey anything, any instruction, and I see listening has become a big issue problem in our lives, in our normal, regular relationships with our, between husbands and wives, between children and parents, between parents and children, even in our, in our workplaces, in our society as a whole. Listening has become a big problem. And that's why there's a lot of chaos, confusion, Disorderliness, disturbance all over the world today and in every relationship that we are connected to. Listening has become a problem. And because we cannot listen, we miss what the instructions are and what the requirements are. Because when you know what is expected of you coming from an instruction, then you could do what? You could obey. Right, you could obey for the word loss is what obedience is what better than sacrifice to obey is better than sacrifice. So uh, it, it doesn't only pertain to God, it doesn't only pertain to the word of God, but it also has to do with every relationship that we are connected to. Sometimes just obeying will bring you to a, a magnitude or a dimension of supernatural provision, supply, and breakthrough. 
Obedience will cause the power of God to come. What are you obeying? You are obeying the word of God that have come to you. You are obeying the word of God you have received. And therefore, it causes you to walk in spirit so that you could tap into the spiritual resources that God has for us so that we will move into the next level. I want everybody to say next level, next level. This year, we are expecting to move in the dimension, the next level that God has ordained for us. Because your healing, your deliverance, your breakthrough is where? In the next level, not your, your usual uh, uh, regular things. Hallelujah. You have to have a supernatural encounter and that will push you to the next level. And this level is launching deep in the realms of the spirit. Hallelujah. Let's look at our word. Um, Deuteronomy chapter 1 verse 43. Deuteronomy chapter 1 verse 43. Um, Deuteronomy chapter 1 verse 43. Um, Deuteronomy 143, it says, So I spoke to you, yet you will not what? Listen. But rebel against the command of the Lord and presumptuously went up into the mountain. For I spoke to you. Concerning what? The commandments of God. But you will not listen. But you still went ahead with what you have purpose in your heart. What you have purpose in your mind. Hallelujah. But who is this scripture referring to? This is after the assignment of Prophet Moses have come to an end. And here the people of Israel found themselves at the other side of River Jordan getting ready to cross so that they will inherit and take possession of the promised land. Today as I speak to you, you might find yourself in the same level in your spiritual work with God, in your finances, in, your, in areas you need deliverance, in areas you need God to come through in a mighty special way, bringing you to a place of provision and supply. In areas that you, you need a supernatural encounter with God, divine intervention, hallelujah. So, Mo, Prophet Moses was reminding the people of Israel of this. Let's look at them. Um, Deuteronomy chapter 1, verse 1 to uh, 7. It says, and this is the previous command to enter Canaan. Here, Moses' assignment have come to an end. And he is also reiterating that the people have been so many, he has no strength to bear now. He is old, in his old age. And therefore, a new fresh blood is going to be appointed to inherit this assignment. And he also reminded that because of he, them being angry at them of their disobedience, he ended up not seeing the promised land. The people of Israel disobeyed God because they saw every kinds of miracle that God has ever performed in the midst of people. But they still were in doubt. They still were stubborn. And they still disobey the word of God. Hallelujah. And therefore, Moses, being a human being, was angry at them. Hallelujah. So this time, the word is to remind them to look back and see how great God has been. Look back and already they, uh, uh, point to those antecedents because in our work with God, we have experienced different level times of breakthrough. Hallelujah. So this challenge we are experiencing now, 
or even in this new year, we're still in the beginning of the year, the first quarter of the year. So if there's something that you thought could have happened right when the year began and you haven't seen it yet, it is not over until it's over. But now to pay attention and also remember the previous breakthroughs that God has given us. The previous breakthroughs. Because if he came through for us back that time, that should give us the assurance and the encouragement that he will do this also. He is going to take care of what we are experiencing now. So, Prophet Moses had to remind the people of Israel that. Hallelujah. Let's read the word of God. That these are the words which Moses was spoke to all Israel on this side of the Jordan in the wilderness, in the plain opposite south between Paran, Tophel, Laban, Hazeroth, and Dezahar. It is 11 days' journey from Horeb by way of Mansia to Kadesh Banim. Now it came to pass in the 40th year, they've been stuck in this position for 40 years because of disobedience. And God's plan was that everybody that was above the age from 20 upwards who were part of the rebellion in the wilderness would not see the promised land. So this was... Uh, 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 divine, divinely orchestrated by the hand of God that they were stuck at one spot until the time came for them, those that God has ordained to possess the promised land will be at the level of maturity and experience to do that. So now it came to pass in the fourth year, in the eleventh month, on the first day of the month that Moses spoke to the children of Israel, according to that the Lord had given him as commandments to them. Hear this. He is speaking from what God has given him to speak to their lives. After he had killed Shehon, king of Amorites, who dwelt in Hezbon, and Ar, king of Bashan, who dwelt at Astaroth in Edria. On this side of Jordan in the land of Moab, Moses began to explain this law. Hallelujah. Saying, the Lord our God spoke to us in Arab, saying, you have dwelt long enough at this mountain. What is that? Instruction. I want you to repeat after me. Instruction. Instruction. Man, turn and take your journey. And go to the mountains of Amorites, to all the neighboring places in the plain, in the mountains and in the lowland, in the south and on the seacoast, in the land of the Canaanites and in the Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river Euphrates. See, I have set the land before you. Go in and possess the land with the Lord swore to your forefathers to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Jacob, to give them and their descendants after them. And I, let's look at nine. And I spoke to you that time saying, I alone am not able, I'm not able to bear you. I alone, I'm not able to bear you. Hallelujah. So this is, um, where the people found themselves. And these are what instructions coming from um, Prophet Moses. So we here see that faith cometh by hearing and hearing the word of God. Apostle Paul said in Romans chapter 10 verse 17. Romans 10 17 says, faith cometh by hearing. So this is Levels of hearing, right? So you first hear it, and then you hear it again with your innermost being. Hallelujah. It is when your innermost being have heard it, and it has, it, it has, it has uh, conceived it, it's pregnant with it, then you're going to obey. You're going to walk in faith. Hallelujah. Because faith is obeying what God has said. Proving to God that you have what he said, 
and you are taking action just as that. So, and, and this obedience to the word of God comes in diverse forms. One, when we read the word of God, we receive what? Revelation, illumination. And that is the expression of the rhema. And that part of the word we receive, when we perceive it and absorb it, and be able to understand it in the spiritual context, and we have we uh, been we, we have received the rhema from the logos, the, the the written word that we read from the Bible. Hallelujah! Because it's the Spirit of God that uh, uh, inspired writing it. The Spirit has a dynamic way of interpreting that word we have read to us and bringing us to a place of connection to receive from the word. Hallelujah. To receive from the word what thou sayest the word. And also God could speak to us by the spirit what he wants us to do or bring answers to our problems. Hallelujah. But every blessing God has starts with instruction. And even if you look at the Bible, it says, if, if, with a covenant, if, if you do that, I will do, do this for you. It's a condition attached to many of promises and blessings that God releases in our life. The problem we have is many hear, but do not listen. Listening requires paying attention to what someone is saying, paying attention, hallelujah. Because sometimes you, you could hear somebody speaking, but you are not you are not listening because you hear them the, the mouth moving, but you are not making sense of what the person is saying. And that's why some there are people with that behavior, you could be speaking to them and they they, they will be talking over you. They're quick to talk over you because they are, they are not listening to what you're saying. And so they are, not, they are hearing, but they are not listening. And so they, they are not understanding what you're saying. Standing saying, then we do what, what the person is saying. And this has been a problem in our marriages, in all forms of relationships. Hallelujah. And you could also see that in, in our church services, that a person will be sitting at service when the word is being preached, but their mind is somewhere else. What are they going to eat when they get out of service? Or what somebody did to them? Or any experiences that they have, that have transpired that they were involved in, is what is distracting them. So it's, it's a saying that the, 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 the time span to hold the attention of your audience as a preacher is 30 minutes. But after 30 minutes, that their mind and their innermost being is all over the place. But because you are speaking words of life, it has to be received by the spirit of So before we could obey what the word of God is saying, or whatever instruction we have received, we have to be able to hear, and our innermost being hears it, and that is listening. When your spirit person, your innermost being, hallelujah, your soul is hearing what someone is saying, without distraction, then you put yourself in the position because now you understand. You, and you, you have now gained understanding, illumination, revelation concerning what you are hearing. So it gives you the ability to take action. It gives you the ability to obey and to do what you are being told. Now, 
When God's instruction for our spiritual work with him is being given, this is the time that the enemy throws all types of distraction. I can't tell you many times that the Spirit of God has led us to give instruction and direction for someone's problem, and they never did it because they were distracted with everything else. They were not paying attention. So we need deliverance when it comes to listening. Hallelujah. There's whole forces that attack us when we hear the word of God to obey it and put it in practice so that we could, we could receive from God, so that we could experience his, his, his blessings. There's a whole force that comes against us and therefore we are not able to receive. We, not, we need to pray and ask God for his grace to listen. Hallelujah. What thou sayest the spirit. What thou sayest the spirit. Now this is why meditation becomes very important. So meditation and as Apostle Paul said in Romans chapter 10, 17, faith not coming by hearing and hearing. Now the second hearing, the first hearing, we will have it has entered our, our ears. But the next hearing and the and the and, and the other hearing that follows of that is that our spirit, our innermost being, our soul, our spirit grabs up to it. And the means of that is to meditate on that way. Is to have it sing. Hallelujah. So now when it sings in your spirit, it means you have listened. You have had and you have listened. Now when this listening happens, you receive the unction, the ability to obey what you have had. So listening is, 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 is spiritual by nature. Listening brings what? Understanding. So listening is spiritual by nature. But many of us have not paid attention to that aspect. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. I want you to say, Lord, give me the grace, the unction to listen. The grace, the unction to listen. Hallelujah. Now, in that capacity is when we hear the word. And we begin to think about the word in our heart, in our innermost being, without audibly saying anything. So our mind, our innermost being is thinking about the word of God over and over and over and over again until the word what takes over our whole soul and bring our soul into obedience to do what our spirit have had. Right? So, we, uh, uh, after meditation, the word sinks in our spirit, and then our spirit is over to overrule our soul. Because our soul is the first, our soul is connected to our, 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 our senses. The anything we receive first comes through our senses. So when it comes through our senses, it comes to our soul. And then our soul is, is, is also intertwined with our spirit. So therefore, our spirit should be in the position to take over what we have received in our soul. So that our soul will be the one leading, our spirit, excuse me, will be the one leading and guiding us. Because until our spirit is able to receive what has come through our senses into our soul, then we cannot walk in the spirit. So walking in spirit more, more or less means obeying what God's word says. Because when it does not sink into your spirit, then it's stuck into your soul. So most people hear the word, but they do not listen to the word. And therefore, we are still in our carnal nature. Hallelujah. We are still fleshly. Hallelujah. In nature. Glory be to the name of the Lord. And for this reason, 
even after Moses gave his instruction before he passed away and the people of Israel actually crossed the Jordan River where Joshua led them into the promised land to take possession. There was fighting, hallelujah, to take position, possession of that land. Let's look at Joshua chapter 1a. Joshua chapter 1a. So you will see that this is one of the most important instructions that they receive once again. Remember, Moses spoke a whole land. Deuteronomy, most of it was Moses just talking about, you know, the recap. It was a recap of the experiences that they have experienced up to the point that the breakthrough is coming. And that's why most of us, when the breakthrough comes, we forget everything God has done because our spirit is not able to recap to us and give us guidance. Hey, you know, stay in line, stay in line, stay in line, stay in line. So Joshua had to remind them again. He said, this book of the law shall not depart from where? Your mouth. But you shall meditate in it what day and night that you may observe, meditate, so that your innermost being will listen and put you at the place, at the position to be able to observe, to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way what? Prosperous, and then you will have what? Good success. If as if your innermost being is able to listen, and this will come by our meditation. So meditation brings you to a point where all distractions is destroyed and your spirit come in alignment with the spirit of God. Your spirit, innermost spirit, comes with alignment because at that point, then your spirit is in alignment with the spirit of God to do what? To receive strength. To receive the grace, to receive the ability that in your innermost flesh cannot do. So it's until through meditation, your spirit comes in alignment with the spirit of God, with the contact point to God. And then you receive grace, the power, the anointing to be able to do. And this is what the difference is between the law itself as was given to, to Moses and, and Jesus died on the cross and his blood renewing the covenant. So Jesus' blood renewing the covenant, bringing us grace. And the grace comes through the spirit of God that applies salvation to our heart. So that we receive the, the, the strength to be able to obey the law. But the law on its own, nobody could fulfill it. And so this is why Jesus Christ, I come not to abolish the law, but I came to strengthen it. I came to give you the main interpretation. But this main interpretation, you will need the grace of God. Hallelujah. To work in the way. So the, 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 the plan of Joshua was that meditation, because you have failed all those studies the first time, all this while that meditation was mentioned. Look at it right. This is the first time meditation is being mentioned by Joshua because he realized that. The people have been hearing and hearing and hearing, but they have not been listening. Hallelujah. They have not been listening. So now, Prophet Joshua is saying, now you have to listen, not hear. Listen. And by, before you can listen, you ought to be meditating. Meditating on this word. Meditating on this instruction. Hallelujah. To receive the grace, the ability to observe it and to do according to what the word is saying. And if you do that, you will have what? Good success. You'll be successful in every area of life. Now you're going to walk in spirit 
and connect to the blessings that God has for you. Glory be to the name of the Lord. But what are the importance of obedience? And from building from state to state, from level to level, is leading to obedience because to remind you about title, I said listening is the foundation for obedience. Listening is the foundation for obedience. Let's look at what the promises is. Hallelujah. What are you going to obey? The covenant. God is a God of covenant. And he has brought us into a covenant with him. He has brought us into a covenant with him. You will see that all studies of your spiritual work with God is about covenant. Your salvation is a covenant. Hallelujah. So if you fulfill what the elements are in the covenant, then God is obligated to fulfill his promise. Right? If you keep the covenant and to our whole word of God, the Bible, and everywhere we receive spiritually, it's a covenant. Because out of the covenant, God is going to also bring revelation, diverse uh, dimensions of, of spiritual revelation, illumination, to help us at a point in our spiritual work with him. Glory be to the name of the Lord. So the importance of obedience is that is the evidence of walking in spirit. The evidence of walking in spirit, which means you had what God is saying and you have done it. You have had, you have listened to what God is saying and you have done it. Two, we are proving to God that we have one way he's saying we have done it. And then one says evidence of walking in spirit. One, evidence. Obedience is our evidence of walking in spirit. That the word of God becomes our instruction. The word of God becomes our guidance. The word of God becomes our direction. It is proven to God that we are walking in spirit. Most times people don't understand what walking in spirit means. We have to we think, you know, we have to be so spiritual, but it's obeying the word of God. Three, when we obey the word of God, we command God's integrity to do what he has promised by his covenant. We command his integrity. What is God's integrity? Because when you obey, God needs to show himself in, in your situation. God needs to put your enemies to shame. God needs to let your enemies know that you are his child or you are his daughter. You are his son. God needs to give you the victory. That is God's integrity being at display. God needs to show himself faithful in your situation, in your deliverance, in your healing, in peace, in your, in your breakthrough. Hallelujah. God's integrity is at stake. Because God needs to prove to your enemies that you are the son of God, that you are the daughter of God, that you are Working for God. Hallelujah. And for uh, obedience means you have kept his covenant. So he is obligated to release the blessing. You have kept his covenant. And he is obligated. It's like his hands are forced. His hands are forced to release the blessing. Let's look at Philippians chapter 4, verse 19. Philippians chapter 4, verse 19. It says, And my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. He said need. So need could mean diverse needs. 
So this word need here, if we are to look at the grammatical context, is God meeting us supplying all our needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus by the power of Jesus touching every need we are having now. Every need we are having in the past. You say, what, what need have I had in the past? Certain bondages, certain covenants, certain, what you call it, um, curses, certain past experiences that are bringing uh, uh, demonic attacks over your life. It's a need in the past that is preventing you from reaching out into the, into the present and the future to take possession, to take possession of the promises God has for you. Because the people of Israel, as Moses was talking to them, they got stuck by the mountain area for 40 years. And now it was time for them to pass on, to take possession of what God has spoken since they were delivered from the land of Egypt. But that promise was spoken, what, 300 years ago. So that's why Moses reminded them, it is time to go take possession of the land flowing with milk and, milk and honey that God promised your forefathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So this need here is referring every need in our past that is preventing us from taking possession of the present blessing and the ones lying ahead in the future. Because there are certain promises God has spoken ahead of you into your future. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. And we are walking in line and obedience so that God's spirit will lead and guide us to take possession. Hallelujah. And so therefore, any breakthrough that was, was amiss from your fathers, your forefathers, even as a case of need is broken, also that need for generational blessing is being released concerning this need. And this need in Philippians 4.19 is also referring for every need now, the present need and the future need. Hallelujah. For the words of Jesus Christ, they say what? Yesterday, today, and forever. Yesterday, today, and forever. Forever means even after eternity, he's still Jesus. We give glory to the name of the Lord, and I pray that the power of God as you exercise your listening uh, uh, by spirit, shaking the face of God to give you the spirit of listening so that you'll be able to obey what God has shared, what God shares the Lord, so that God will supply all your needs according to his riches and glory in Christ. Jesus. I want to pray for you. Father, I lift up everyone and uh, the sound of my voice unto you. Lord, I pray asking that you will release the grace, the anointing, the action, the power to be able to listen to what thou says your word in every form, shape, dimension that you bring your word to us. In the name of Jesus, every spirit of distraction, let the power of the Holy Ghost move on our hearts and deliver us and set us free and disconnect us from every force of darkness that brings distraction, preventing us from listening to what your word is saying, the instructions you are giving us to obey and show that we'll be set for the blessings and so that we'll walk in spirit to take possession of our healing, of our deliverance, of our breakthrough, of our release, of our salvation. In the name of Jesus, Lord, have mercy of us by your power. Thank you, Lord, for answer prayer. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Glory be to the name of the Lord. I cannot live without introducing you to Jesus. Hallelujah. The word of the Lord says, it's appointed for man to die, and there's judgment after death. Hallelujah. 
And the question you're going to be asked is what did you do with Jesus? And why is the name Jesus a factor in this, uh, in, in this time of judgment? Because God the Father has given him, the son, Jesus, the assignment to be the judge. Because he came to die and his blood was shed so that we will be reconnected back to God. And therefore, because of that assignment that through his obedience, he was able to do, God has exalted him and given him the honor, the honor of glory. Hallelujah. The honor of glory to judge the whole world. Hallelujah. Jesus is coming back. And even if you are to die now, you will face the judgment seat. What did you do with Jesus? Whether we die now or whether we are alive to Jesus come. This is an important spiritual decision we have to make. Some of us, we have strayed from our faith and uh, have abandoned our work with God. This is a call for you to come back to Jesus. You say, I have, I, I never heard about Jesus, Pastor. Or you have not paid attention. You have not believed when you have called, there's a call for salvation. For your spirit to listen and receive that you will receive the grace of obedience to walk in salvation. Hallelujah. I want you to just repeat this prayer after me. Simple prayer, dear Jesus. I thank you for dying on the cross to save me from my sins. I believe that you are the son of God. Come into my heart to be my Lord and personal savior. And I'll serve you, dear Jesus, for the rest of my life. Hallelujah. If you said this prayer, believing in it for the first time, I declare you saved. And angels in the heavenlies are rejoicing for your soul. For the word of the Lord says, for when one soul is saved on earth, multitude of angels rejoice in the heavenlies. Your name has been written in the Lamb's book of life. I want you to look for a word. If you don't have a word, I want you to look on the screen. Our information to reach us by email is right there. Lightweightchurches at gmail.com. Send us an email that you got saved and you need materials to help you work your new salvation. And we will send you materials and a Bible to help you. Look for a Bible, or if you have one, go to Revelation 20, 12 to 15. It talks about a spiritual book in heaven that when anyone comes to God through Jesus being saved, Names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life. And when you work in righteousness and obedience, that's why obedience is better than sacrifice. Working by the word of God, you will inherit heaven. Hallelujah. Anytime you pass on, when the time ends for you. But the word says those whose names are not found in that book will end up in the lake of fire with Satan and his demon. Which means the lake of fire is not meant for you and I, for human beings. But it's only that Satan and his demons are working a double time that they might win souls just as we are trying to direct you to Jesus for salvation. Every demonic assignment is meant for Satan to win you to be part of the lake of fire. That is the last stage of destruction for Satan and all his demons. It's not meant for human beings. Hallelujah. So your name has been written in the Lamb Books of Life. I want you to send us an email that you were saved. We also open the doors of Lightweight Church of God in Christ online that you might become a partner so that it's a twofold benefit. You will benefit from what God gives us to share with you and also, you could also support us in every dimension, financially, in every level that the Spirit of God leads you to help lightweight Church of God in Christ. We are on the missionary field, and therefore we solicit everybody's, everybody's support, financial contribution. You are not giving it to us, so before you give to lightweight Church of God in Christ, 
you have to uh, uh, have a spiritual understanding that we are just at the receiving end and that we are receiving to invest in God's assignment. He has given light with Church of God in Christ. It's locations in Ghana, West Africa, that God has used Lightweight Church to plant. And we are supporting the needs of people. He, deliverance, we are bringing healing, deliverance, meeting the needs of people in Ghana. And as you support us, you are supporting the assignment God has given us. The vision God has given us. You become part of that vision. And remember that your gift will make room for you in the presence of kings and queens. Hallelujah. Your gift is a sacrifice. This hour, your financial contribution and gift will be a, your sacrifice of worship. So most times, people do not have understanding and they wonder why and when when it's time for service, ministers and churches receive offering and tithe. It's, it's the dynamic form of worship, sacrificial worship, to touch your needs. It's a spiritual financial law. It's a spiritual breakthrough law. There are certain blessings you cannot pray and pray for it. Even if you pray for it, it requires you taking action. Hallelujah. When Cain and Abel were first sacrificed unto God, the way the Lord says, and Abel's sacrifice was honored by God. And God rebuked the sacrifice of Cain. Because of anger, Cain killed his brother. The first man that committed part of one of the first that committed murder. I think he was the first one that committed murder. And it was Cain's descendant that was next to commit murder. Hallelujah. So your sacrifice is a worship unto God. Hallelujah. And if you give, because it's sacrifice, you, you have to give sacrificial. You have to feel it. Your best of gift. Abel gave his best of gift. And what did Cain give? Some, some, some kind of gift. We also see that when Jacob was about to bless, uh, uh, Isaac was about to bless his two sons, Jacob and Esau, he requested for a gift. He expected Esau that he loved to go into the fields and kill the best of game meat and prepare the best of soup for him to eat. And when his spirit had been touched by the game, then he was the unction of releasing that blessing. It was coming from God. The unction of releasing that blessing will come on him to release it. So as you present your best of gift, your sacrificial offering and tithe to lightweight church of God in Christ. It is a sacrifice that God will move and release his blessings to touch every area of need. So that word that came from Philippians chapter, Philippians chapter, Philippians 4.19, say, my God shall supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. So God's power knows the kind of need to touch as you give to them. I want everybody at the Spirit of God laid upon my heart to give something with the 12, 12, the number 12 in it. And I was like, God, why do you want them to give with the number 12 involved. He said, because 12 means discipleship. 12 means discipleship. Out of discipleship, God, Jesus Christ, impacted everything he had into his 12 disciples. And they became the inheritance of the poor, but to continue the divine assignment that God began before he departed. So 12 means discipleship. And out of this discipleship, the power of God will impact you to meet your needs according to his riches and glory. Everything with a 12 in it, $12, $120, whatever with a number 12. Pray and ask God to lay it upon your heart and to plant. So you are planting. You are not throwing. You are showing. 
should attach a need to it. Pray and uh, put a need on it. Put a need on it. That's why we say see. Because we plant seeds and we sow seeds as a farmer goes on the field. And then the, the seed the farmer is planting have a need on it. It might be an apple seed. It might be a corn seed. It might be a banana seed. And so every, every showing a farmer does is a seed with a name on it. So give your seed, give your offering, give your tithe, whatever you're giving this all. We'll give it an assignment and expect a breakthrough. Expect God to do what his word says concerning blessing in your situation, in your life. Whatever you are expecting God to do, put that need on your seed. And our way of giving is right in front of the screen. You could go to lightweightchurches.gmail.com, dollar sign lightweightchurches, and test to give. 833-901-2082. God bless you. And as you give, I pray the power of God will move in your sacrificial giving. As you honor God as a symbol of your worship. God meet you at the point of your needs. Philippians 4.19. I pray and I release the word of God according to Philippians 4.19, over your giving this hour, in the mighty name of Jesus. I also have a gift for you. I want you to go on our website, lightweightchurch.com. There's a free book I have for you. You could download that book, Claiming Victory Over. Download ebook Claiming Victory Over Your Giant. is an instruction to follow so that you receive the blessings of God in your life. God bless you and God be with you. We also have a prayer, 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 prayer. God says, my house will be a house of prayer. Our prayer times on, online, uh, on the phone <clears throat> is 515-603-5632, 515-603-5632. And we, we start Monday, Tuesday, Thursdays, and Fridays, 9 a.m. Pacific time. So you ought to look at your time zone, wherever time zone you are in, and make sure it's 9 a.m. California, U.S. time. California, U.S. time. And that's the time you could dial in and be part of this prayer line. It has been a lot of healing, delivered, breakthrough, and release. The power of God is moving mightily on this prayer line. God be with you, and God bless you. So we'll meet again next Sunday. Bye-bye.